Just a friendly reminder that the opinions expressed on this show are not worth a Canadian penny, so disregard anything you hear that might get anyone in trouble. And despite some of the great ideas you may hear, don't try them at home. Go to friend's house instead. Welcome to Slamfire Radio, episode 292 for February 21st, 2019. I am one of your hosts, Trevor. I'm another one of your hosts, Kelly. And I'm another one, Adriel. And Matthew hates everyone. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's what that's, yeah, he does. Yep. It's like, I don't like podcasting or guns or conservatives or listeners. And uh, I kicked a kitten. Oh, don't yeah. say that. You'll get mad. What are you going to do? Kick so, a kitten, feel better. Kick, that's right. You want cheer yourself right up by kicking a kitten today, and for nine ninety five, we'll mail you one. All right, um, but yeah, no, seriously, Matthew's got that airplane rebuilding project on the go, and if you've been following his YouTube channel like I do, you get an update video about once a week, and uh, they're they're they've you know he's taken the opportunity to um, customize the airplane while rebuilding it. It's pretty neat. It's pretty neat the way he's had it all apart and stuff. And so, how much anyway. JB Weld has he used when he's all of it, it back together? Yeah. All of it. It's got to come directly from the company now. Just buckets, buckets, cement mixer. They just pull up and yeah. Isn't it supposed <laughs> to be a lightweight? I, you know what, Kelly? That's, Kelly, that's a legitimate question. It and is. I've I've looked at some of the things that he's doing, and I'm I, I I meant to ask him last night on last night's video. It won't get off the ground. How much <laughs> extra weight he has added with this whole? Just put a bigger motor. Put another motor. Two motors. A mm. pusher and a puller. Yep. That'll yeah. Do. There you go. So, all right. Well, uh, enough about ultralights. He's not even here for God's sakes. Next thing you know, we're going to be talking about comfrey. Let's. Uh, <laughs> Let's jump into what we did this week in guns. And uh, what we did this week in guns is brought to you by the Calgary Shooting Center, Canada's premier firearms retailer. Uh, coming soon, they have the John Wick collection. They have the M- Benelli M4 John Wick edition and the Glock 34 John Wick yeah. edition. Uh, if you're interested in finding out when these guns will arrive or what the cost will be, actually, no, the, the prices are out there. They're on the CGN and on their website. But if you'd like to place an order for one of these uh, marvelous movie firearms, you can do so by emailing orders at the shooting center.com. Yeah, um, they're, they're uh, basically like think of a Glock 34 and just I'll have everything. That's what you yeah. want for features. I'll have everything. And, and a, uh, an M4, and I'll have everything. Exactly. They've got a 2011, too. Like, that's the 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 oh, this Terran Tactical John yeah. Wick 2011. Yeah. There's another video yeah. of, of uh, Keanu hanging out with the Terran Tactical crowd. Uh, it's almost like he's got a man cave shooting range. When the camera turns back behind the shooting line, it looks like a man cave. Love seats and sofas, and it's really decked out like a man cave. Or I should call it a woman cave, because I don't know what Terran Tactical is all about, but there's like half-dressed women up all over that place. So he's so doing in other something. words, the man cave. I guess. Or maybe it's their cave. I don't want to assume whose gender the cave belongs to. You know what I'm saying? But there's a cave. There's a really wicked place to hang out there. So anyway, and then, of course, he's got all the stuff downrange. And, uh, yeah, Keanu's hanging out, running the timer for some dude, you know, a left-handed shooter. 
Um, and man, they can all shoot. It's it, those videos are pretty cool to watch. So it's almost anyway. like if you just have a range in your backyard right? and all the th- all the guns you could possibly want, you can and all you do is good? shoot. Yeah, oh, huh. eventually you get good at what you do. Yeah, I should do that. Yeah, you step up to the line of your man cave and <laughs> shoot. You know, all kinds of steel, and it's mostly steel. And they've got some of those like, uh, well, they uh, they look like the old zombie targets that bled. Mm-hmm. Yeah, kind of look like those, but not zombie targets. So. Anyway, let's uh, continue on what we did this week in guns. Um, I've been doing some uh, dry fire with my PCC because, oh, that's how you put a dent in the ceiling with a comp, because I have um, an indoor match this weekend. I'll be leaving tomorrow from work to go to uh, Captain Andy's. And then the next day we got a match at the AMA range indoors. So let's switch the camera over here, Adriel, and I'll show the listeners who are viewers what I did and talk about it. So. Um, for the listeners at home, my PCC is a Freedom Ordnance FX9, which I got from uh, Wolverine Supplies in Manitoba. A big shout out to them. Um, they're the ones that did me a solid. Last week, I made a mistake and said that it was Juan Stalls that did me a solid. You know, no, it wasn't. It was, that was I just misspoke. It was Wolverine that did me a solid. I got the gun from them, and they threw in some Glock mags for me. The the, the uh, Korean made 33 rounders there. So anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, so what I got here is um, I had originally put a Vortex Viper, which is a, uh, a red dot that's typically put on a pistol. Well, I had put that onto my PCC, and it was too low. I couldn't get a cheek well. It's pushing off my, my hearing protection. And then I've seen lots of guys with two red dots. And I was like, why the second red dot? They were like, for hard leans around a corner. I don't think, Adriel, mm-hmm. that any time I asked the question, any of those guys specified that that hard lean was a weak side lean. When you're standing in front of a wall and you're a right-handed shooter and you shoot around the right side of the wall, it's no problem. When you're a right-handed shooter and you got to shoot around the left side of the wall, it's a problem. And it's an even bigger problem with a PCC. So there's a couple of different ways to do it. You can just switch shoulders or you can switch shoulders and hands completely. So instead of shooting off your right shoulder, you switch to your left shoulder and you shoot the gun with your left hand. Or the fastest thing is to add a second red dot on a 45 degree angle. And when you get in there for that hard lean on the left side of the wall, you just roll the gun to the side and it gives you a lot more ability to lean around the wall. So everything that's straight on you, straight in front of you, you know, you just use the optic on the front of the gun. And then when you get a hard lean, you roll the gun to the side and you start looking through the optic on the 45. And so I tested it tonight during dry fire. I didn't fully understand or appreciate why these guys were doing the red dot until I tried to lean around a wall on the weak side. I was like, what the, this is no. So I tried to switch in hands and stuff. And I'm like, wait a second. I got other red dots upstairs. So um, I robbed the Vortex Spark AR off my Typhoon Defense. And that's the primary one on top now. And mm-hmm. I put my um, Vortex Viper, the little handgun red dot on the side on a 45. I had it behind the primary optic, but it was kind of right over the ejection port, and I was afraid some 9mm brass was going to ding it, so I put it at the front. And so, obviously, now I'm clear of the ejection port. The only problem is I'm kind of straddling both the handguard and the receiver. I don't think it's going to move. I don't think I'm going to lose zero. Like you said, Adriel, I'm not shooting 600 yards either. So Yeah, you'll just use that guy for shooting like 20 yards. Who cares? Yeah, at most, right? Hard lean for a target. And that'll, that'll be faster. So mm-hmm. so that's all set up. I will go to an indoor range when I get to Nova Scotia and sight it in. 
and um, the same day I set it in, then we'll go basically from the practice range to the uh, somewhere to eat, and then the range for the match. Then Trigger Wholesale did me a solid. Uh, we're going to have them on the show uh, possibly as early as next week, or if there's no you know if there's no conflicts next week, otherwise sometime in the future. So here's my Typhoon Defense F12 semi-automatic magazine-fed AR-style 12-gauge shotgun. And in the little care package that Trigger Wholesale sent me was this beautiful muzzle brake. It's it's ginormous. I mean, it's about the same size as a Volkswagen Beetle. It um, screws onto the end of the barrel. So the way the barrel on the Typhoon is made, the outside of the barrel is threaded and you screw your chokes over top of the outside of the barrel. They don't screw inside the barrel. So this muzzle brake screws on in place of a choke. So unfortunately, it doesn't work with chokes, but I hear that there's a new generation muzzle brake going to hit the market soon, if not already, that will work with the chokes. I think this one could be modified to work with the chokes, possibly. It would, I could maybe modify it to fit over top of the choke. And as long as it was kind of like flush with the end of the choke, I think that would be okay. But yeah, you need a, you need to be able to use your chokes in, in three gun and that kind of thing. So that's, yeah. that's really where, where we're looking for this kind of thing. Yep. I like the idea of a muzzle brake on it, uh, you know, especially if it tames the recoil a little bit. I think it's cool. But um, if I can't use chokes, it defeats the purpose of having a flat muzzle. Like I'd rather, I'd rather deal with some recoil and hold the gun tight and have chokes than not have chokes, have a flat shooting gun, but have to make up some shots because it wasn't exactly perfect and I didn't get enough pellets on the steel. Yeah, I mean, so, one of the one of the risks with twelve gauge is that it, it doesn't actually ha- like run a lot of gas at the end of the barrel, so you need a big bad break, and even then, you're not you're not cutting the recoil uh, by 60%, right? You're, you'll never get that with a break for a 12 gauge. No, no. So uh, Trevor, we got a question uh, yeah. from a Brad on our YouTube stream. Hello, yeah, uh, well, from Halifax, AMA member. I have a new Ruger PC carbon uh, carbine in nine millimeter interested in putting side by each with your PCC for zeroing question mark. I don't, I don't know. Okay. I don't what really do ask the question either. <laughs> I think he yeah. wants to, I think he wants to zero when you're there. Yes. Well, I'm not zero. Test, testing them side by side. Okay. Um, so Brad will be at Nanchuk's Saturday afternoon at some point. That's where we're going to go zero them. There we go. What time? I'm not sure. But uh, Facebook me, Brad, and uh, I'll let you know what time we're going to be at Nanchuk's. And you can come out and we can uh, we can do that. Yeah. And I don't know if Brad's an IPSC member or not, but hopefully he is. And hopefully he'll show up with his PCC. Um okay cool yeah so um okay what else oh i ended up with another 1022 project oh god what did you do well ed 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 literally made me buy this boyd stock so this stock came as a i forget which model 1022 it is but um it's very uh it's very nice from the factory this if you had bought this from Ruger, it would have had a, a black Cerakoted receiver and a black heavy barrel. This was one of the two 10, 1022s I built a couple of years ago when I built the one with the uh, Magpul stock that I had to shave my legs for. Thanks again for Kelly. That was fantastic. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, no. 
It's the freakiest <laughs> thing. Only on my left leg. Just, <laughs> my right leg's fine. My left leg never grew back. Uh, anyway, so this was a uh, camel stock, camel trigger guard, camel receiver. I remember. Uh, yeah, I stripped off all the camel except for the trigger guard. Mm-hmm. So I've got, I had that 1022. I had my original one from 1984. And then I had, which is all untouched, unmolested. And then I got my Magpul one. So anyway, I like this stock. The reach of pull is a little long. I, uh, there might be some, you know, some, uh, I'm not really getting as much finger on the trigger as I would like. It seems like the length of pull rather, not the reach of pull, the length of pull from the pistol grip to the trigger is a little bit much. Um, perhaps a, uh, Volkorts and trigger that is flat and comes back a little bit might, might help with that. So, so anyway, I love this stock a lot. So I'm probably going to have to, at the very least, I'm going to get this all Cerakoted black and then maybe that's it. Cause I, I really, I've got too many other little projects on the go. Like I got to finish my stag 10. So I got another scope I'm buying from Jeff, at the Calgary shooting center and, I got another red dot to buy, but just, you know, I don't need to build a 1022. I'm certainly not going to do it this summer, but I will get a thing with the trigger group though. What's that? With the trigger guard. Can you do something with that? Um, you mean because it's camo? Yeah. 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 The trigger guard, the receiver, the barrel are all going to get Cerakoted black and call that good. So your OCD is an over and overdrive. Well, I mean, it is, right? That's why it's either take it out of the stock or Cerakoted black. So I'll probably drop it off at Denise uh, very early next week and have DC Armory um, Cerakote the whole thing black. But then I definitely want a heavy barrel because, I mean, look at the channel in that stock, right? This gun came with a heavy barrel. So, yep. yeah. Where are you getting the heavy barrel? I don't know. I'll check CGN. So you already have a bunch of 1022s and a 597 and you've yep. got this one and now you're also going to kit it out? Well, you know, I've only got one kitted out 1022. Mm. My Magpul one. My 597 is my, my, my go-to. I mean, it's so much more accurate than my 1022. Um, and it's just, it's, I just, I love it. I love it's my 597. Mm. So, so what are you going to do with this rifle? Maybe you should I don't know. It. What are you, the question police? <laughs> well, why are you, why are you doing a bunch of work to it if you don't know what you're going to do with it? That's, that's, I'm, I'm coming around there, Kelly. I'm coming around. I'm just getting to the point. I just <laughs> tired of beating around the bush. Come on. Look at this stock. This is a beautiful piece of craftsmanship and it requires that the gun get built to the level that the stock is at. It's like, look, I got a Chevette and I just put a set of mag rims on it and that's wrong. Okay. So 1022 wrong. is not a Chevette. Uh, really? Yeah. All, All right, right, fine. It's not, but it's like a, um, a yeah. Never mind. Okay, I got a Camaro, and I gave it's it a new a paint. Camaro either. I, it's a Mustang. No more. It's, no more cars. Ha- no everybody more has cars. one, and there's so many aftermarket parts. It's a Mustang. Listen, Go. Stop it. The point is, <laughs> it has a fresh coat of paint, but the engine yeah. needs work. That's where we're at. So that's why, Adriel, I don't know. I put it in a nice stock. I can't just stop here. Do you want me to leave it like this? Look at this thing. It's been sell hit- it on CGN for sell six, it. $600 and say, no low ballers. I know what I got. Oh, uh, it's bestoke. <laughs> <laughs> um, I could be talked to this stock. So um, listeners, this is a Boyd's stock. It's, it's a thumb hole, I guess. Yeah, it's a thumb hole stock. I don't know which model, which exact Boyd stock it is, or which model 1022 it comes off of. I should know. I bought another one at Christmas time as a gift. Um, but uh, yeah, 
So it's either sell the stock and put the camel stock back on that thing or build the gun. Are you suggesting I sell the stock? What could I get for that stock? 200 bucks? Yeah. It's brand new. It's not been used. It was taken off the gun immediately and a mag pool put on. Yep. You think that's $200 stock, Kelly? By the time you would buy it from Boyd's, pay the exchange rate, the tax, the shipping, the duty, all that stuff would be over 200 bucks. Yeah. My I would, I would buy some whole stock, though, from Boyd's. The reason is because it doesn't fit you. You have to it doesn't do a little fit. bit of it. You have to do so much modification. Well, does it fit you? You does might it trigger I mean, pull. Um, it, it could be a little you. better. The length of pull could be a little better. Right through there. What do you think? All right. How's yeah. that look? Does that look correct to you? Put your finger on. Yeah. And then it fits me. I'm just being mm. fussy. So, anyway, if somebody's interested in that Boyd stock, <laughs> email me. Maybe right. we'll we'll do business. Uh, uh, let's see. And then I just did some more um, brass prep. And then the bullet puller came in for all that 40 ammo I had to pull. Um, and I'm just crushing them. It's just a lead, a lead polymer coated bullet. And to get enough uh, tension on the bullet to pull it out of those cases, uh, it's crushing the tip. So they're still shootable. Mm. They may not feed very well. It's not going to affect the accuracy, I don't think, because the part of the bullet that's still inside the case is what's going to engage the rifling. So it could be plinking ammo. But I decided to stop crushing them because my OCD, like I couldn't just decide, oh, these 500 rounds are now just plinking ammo. No, they're made with match primers for crying out loud. So even though I bought the call-up puller for RCBS, I'm going to do it the old-fashioned way. I'm going to do it with the kinetic puller and hammer them out. And when I do that, they come out pristine condition. So mm -hmm. uh, that's going to take. So you got 500 bullets, average of three wax per bullet. My arm's going to fall off. So. Um, yeah, that's all I've been up to. Uh, Adriel, how about you? What have you been up to? You got some videos I see lately. Yeah, I got some videos up lately on these things. I got a Nanook 909. This is their uh, pistol case. And uh, I was I compared it uh, like really roughly in that video against that Mastercraft one, the uh, the one from Canadian Tire. Yeah. This, is a, this is a better idea for like for, for Canadians, just because it's already cut out for it uses closed cell foam, which shouldn't uh, soak in moisture as well. And it's got spot for a trigger lock. And it's, it's actually pretty compact for a single pistol case. So uh, yeah, I, I'm going to use this for any kind of pistol matches that I get, that I had to, where I'm going to be running that, uh, that shadow or I don't know, whatever. Lock. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I got some CCI SV and some just some extra shooting glasses that I ordered in from uh, Tenda. Uh, and I got some nail polishing uh, sticks. What do you call they're, these? They're, nail called buffers? they're called emery boards and buffers. Yes, because one side has the grid on it, which is an emery board. And the side that doesn't have the grid on it is a buffer. Look at all the buffer versions, though. This is a seven step. So I watched a video where a guy <laughs> was using one of these. This isn't for this isn't a nail commercial, by the okay, way. I was going to say, what yeah. are you doing? Yeah, this uh, my nails look normal. They are not extra sparkly or glittery. Um, guys, your were cuticles using these. are fantastic. Oh, yeah. yeah. Guys are using these to polish some parts. This isn't yep. a good a good idea for a part that needs to have a sharp edge on it. But for something that needs like just general polishing seven steps and then you're done and you've got your uh parts polished specifically they were talking about glock parts some of the parts internally you can just use one of these guys here um go through your different steps and uh, have some polished so i got a couple of these from china i'll try them out see if they do a good job um other than that it's uh it's been a 
slow week for me. Slow week. Slow. Yeah. Kelly, what about you? I went to SFRC again on Saturday because it was Saturday. I also was looking at Nanook cases. They had one in. It was the 908 that I wanted. They had one in. It was black, so I didn't get it. I, I ordered one, though, so I ordered an orange one. The uh, So the re- one that you have, which is a 909? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So the 909 is the one. It holds one pistol, right? Mm-hmm. The 902 holds. Or sorry, the 908 holds two. So hmm. I I ordered it. They're going to, or they are going to order it. And when it's in, they're going to make a call. So it's an orange. I wanted something different. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I also went to uh, SAS, so Smith Army Surplus mm-hmm. Store yesterday, and I got a new T-shirt. It says, but first coffee. And you got the air <laughs> over here. Nice. So this is the shirt I'm going to be wearing in Alberta. It just means give me coffee in the morning. <laughs> when, we're, when we're there for maple seeds. I, mm-hmm. I've decided I'm going to be wearing it. Um, what else did I do? I met up with uh, some people from uh, CCFR. I had uh, coffee last night with Kelly, who is the Ontario coordinator for CCFR. And we're going to be doing that once a month now, just, or sorry, once a week, just to uh, talk about a few things, talk about some shooting and planning some events. I had uh, a Maple Seed IIT meeting on Saturday. Adriel was there. And then we also had uh, meetings with directors and all that. I've been basically on the call on calls for the last week for about, I don't know, one or two hours a, a night. So just busy planning uh, the Maple Seed season that's coming up. Uh, we have approximately a, a 30 events that are booked, none of them in Ontario. Actually, no, that's a lie. We booked one in Ontario today. So Alberta, uh, Alberta, uh, Saskatchewan, BC, Manitoba, uh, New Brunswick, as Trevor said earlier, uh, we're going to be going to New Brunswick, a couple of them in New Brunswick, um, looking at Nova Scotia, and we're looking at PEI as well. And uh, once we're done that, we're going to be filling uh, Ontario. So that's what we've been busy doing this week. Uh, I didn't get out shooting. Mm. Eventually I'll get out shooting. Maybe this week, this weekend. It's supposed to be nice. That's it. I'm thinking, um, I'm, I'm thinking of, uh, man, after talking, talking with Rick, I'm thinking maybe I got to set up my 795 for, for my oldest son. I think you do. I would need a scope on there. That covenant, not the first focal plane, but the second focal plane was... 200 bucks okay what do you guys think of this this is like on unscripted on air 795 i've got a couple bolt action rifles but they're heavy and large and and probably wouldn't fit him that great um what about that 795 with a uh covenant Covenant? 14 on there yeah that should work Hmm. yeah because i'm pretty sure i saw that one 199 for the 4 to 14 version and it's got tons of elevation in it and it's not a bad scope and they if something goes wrong with it, they'll they'll replace it. They stand behind it. It's got a warranty. It's I was going to get a shooting mat from there too, so maybe I'll do both. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, let's talk about that when we're done. Oh, okay. <laughs> I won't then. <laughs> All right, Adriel, put the camera back on me. I want to show you something. Oh, okay. One second. All right. Yeah. All right. So here's my FX9 again. I just okay. got a PM from somebody, and he asked me if it did this. Did you see that? Or hear it? Or hear it. Let me show you the trigger. Yeah, so the hammer, hammer fell when, when it wasn't in battery. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Apparently, but there is was it, no... Is it able to actually hit the the pin or not? Well, let me go get a loaded round and we'll find out. No, we don't want to do that. Not in your nice new room. Well, I do. <laughs> <laughs> like, no all the way, way back here. Yeah. No, that's, that's not happening. 
the trigger is making a clicking sound, but it's not the fi the hammer hitting the fire pin. Right. If I just pull it out of the battery just a little bit, a little bit. Oh yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah. Right. So like the the thing is though that um where the firing pin is and where the BCG is is that hammer just hitting the BCG and not the firing pin. Right. Excellent point. So grab yep. a primed round. Yeah, that's and... what I'll do after the show. I'll go get a primed round, put it in there, and see. Yeah, because you're right. It all depends on the angles. So, yes, you can pull the trigger out of battery, but it doesn't necessarily mean the hammer's dropping on the firing pin. Yeah. Right. All right. So there. Calm down, Derek. Why are you freaking me out for? Okay. That was fun, though. Thanks, Derek. All right. Moving along to the news. Who wants to talk about the Senate hearings on C-71? Uh, is, that, is that good? Did we cover it? <laughs> well, who put it in? There was, there was some good and there was some bad, I would yeah. say. Uh, yeah. There's, there's more that are going to be taking place as well. So there's some people that... So it was Monday when it started, correct? Yep. Mm -hmm. yep. Um, we had uh, the president of the NROI for Ipsic attend to speak yeah. on behalf of the CSAAA. Yes. Um, and then uh, Rod was there. Tracy was there. Um, Sheldon and Tony were there, the yep. leaders of the other two uh, program orders in Canada. Yep. Of course, Wendy was there, yeah. Mm -hmm. So did anybody see any video from it or hear anything? Like, I watched we... I did watch it. I uh, unfortunately wasn't able to work or to watch it. Uh, was it like on C-SPAN, Kelly? Where did where and how did I, you watch it? I uh, there was a link online, and I just followed it through online. Okay, you, could, cool. you can watch it. Uh, you can watch it uh, through live streaming. Uh, I wasn't able to hear any of the um, the doctors that appeared, and I wasn't able to hear Wendy. Uh, but I was able to start watching once um, the good guys came on. <laughs> good guys being. Uh, our people. Yeah, our, our people. people. Mm -hmm. uh, what I did want to say about that was with respect to our people. So you, what we did see was we saw the three larger gun organizations um, or advocacy groups. And then you also saw some uh, other groups as well. But everybody brought something different to the discussion. Everybody was respectful of, uh, of everyone. Uh, you know, everybody was respectful of... Um, uh, some of the victims, uh, there were some families there who have lost uh, loved ones uh, through firearms, uh, but everybody was respectful of that. But as I said, everybody brought something different. Um, the CCFR, uh, Rod was very well spoken. Uh, he didn't get as much of time as some of the other uh, organizations did, which was unfortunate. Um, but the other organizations, they, they hit some great points as well. So it... Um, I think that you know the the senators themselves. They've asked they asked some uh, really good questions. Some of the questions showed that they weren't all that informed. Uh, some of the senators were like um, uh, Senator Don Pleth was there, and uh, he he mm -hmm. asked some questions. He asked questions that um, I'm surprised he asked, and I think he asked them because of the fact that he is a gun advocate, but he wanted to get the answers out there so that people who didn't understand could actually get those answers as well so uh it ran until almost uh 10 10 15 uh uh eastern standard time so it was quite late so it'd be up until about 11 o'clock your time out in atlantic canada so um 
Yeah, it's going to be happening again. I know a few people who have been asked to go in and speak before the senators. So, and that's just ordinary Canadians that they're looking to hear from now. So, cool. Yeah. All right. Um, Benchmade was asked to cut up some guns that were seized by the police, and now everyone hates Benchmade because they're cutting up guns. Yeah, that's correct. And you know when Nike did that thing where they supported that guy who took a knee during the anthem? Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, um, and everybody started burning their Nikes? I'd love to cut up my Benchmade knives, but yeah. I paid too damn much for them. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll never buy another one. Screw those guys. They might uh, do a retraction. I saw that the, uh, How can the you police... Retra- I mean, they already the police- did it. Uh, actually, re- well, the police said, "Hey, we asked for this for some help from these guys," and and you know they obliged. Um, and the police actually issued a retraction on it, saying like, "Hey, we put this thing up. This was it wasn't like an official thing from both of us." So, well, the police are saying, "Sorry, we made Benchmade look bad." Which, if Benchmade said, "Hey, sure why did you put that video that. up? You asked yeah. us if we could do some grinders, then maybe it's not as big a deal as everyone's making it out to be." Yeah, we just love to hate, though. But you're yeah, probably that's, absolutely that's right. Media, yeah, exactly. fantastic for that. Mm-hmm. All right, what's the next one, Adriel? Speaking about uh, hating people on social media, uh, David Hogg <laughs> thinks that we should. He made some commentary to Huffington Post Canada, which is like, you know, like aligning the Venn diagram of uh, of gun banning. Then uh, he said that we should. He said he doesn't know anything about Canadian law, but that we should register and ban all our guns. Right. I'll, I'll save you from having to read the article. Oh, right. that guy. That's that little punk there who yeah. survived the uh, Parkland shooting. Yeah. Yeah. Technically, yeah. though, he wasn't there. Yeah, he wasn't even there. Of course, he's a, I'm a, I'm a Parkland survivor. You're a Parkland <laughs> survivor. Like, we survived that shooting. So, Polly Sullivan, mm-hmm. he, they're uh, publishing this. They're, they, they were on Twitter today publishing that uh, even survivors of the Parkland shooting are saying that we should register our guns. Twitter. Which, which is fantastic because you know, like yeah. survivors of an American uh, uh, tragedy have bearing on Canadian law that right. they don't know anything about. Right. I've been very active on Twitter lately. I hate Twitter. I yeah, I can't do it. I can't do Twitter. But yeah. I have been because of the fact I don't know. Anyway, I've been. No in, one else is. Thank you for your service, but Kelly. Every time, that, <laughs> every time that I post something, it's like. It's like crickets because nobody's re- well. People are sharing it, but nobody's replying to it because everything that I'm saying makes sense, right? I got blocked from the whole, you know, doctor. Yeah, because you'll of the just fact- get blocked from. from I got blocked. It's, it's it's an echo chamber. It's it's right. very difficult. There's no to listening to the other side. I got so- blocked by uh, no. I reported the doctors against handguns or the doctors in favor of handguns page. I reported right. it to Facebook, claiming harassment. And they said, this isn't harassment. This doesn't violate our community standards. I'm like, oh, oh. So because you don't feel harassed by it, it doesn't. But yeah. if I feel harassed and you don't agree with my morals or principles, then it's not harassment. Well, exactly. it's their community standards. You got it. You don't their, belong in their community. That's so, right. There was this there's this guy, Ian um, Drummond, right? He's the doctor. There was a interview. Dr. Drummond, I'm reading your tweet right now. Yeah, so I'm going, he posted, he actually represents the doctors for um, gun ban, and he is very vocal about banning guns, 
And uh, he was recently on a, uh, he had an interview done with them as well. And he, none of his, none of his facts stood up. He couldn't back any of it up. But on Twitter, he was talking about banning guns. And I'm going, well, isn't it a little hypocritical that you're representing an organization that would essentially like to ban all guns when you're a firearm owner? You have a 12-gauge shotgun that you use in a, you know, in a 22. It's hypocritical. Why are you, like, mm-hmm. and it's crickets. Yeah, he no even reply. has one. Yeah. Well, there was another, um, Lynn Wilson, maybe? Uh, Ryan Holyoke had gotten into yeah. it with someone, and she claimed to own guns. So he said, so I'm assuming you have a license. And she blocked him. So I went after her and said, so you're tweeting about banning guns, yet owning guns. And when you're asked to produce your license, you block people. Why don't you just produce the license and uh, shut shut all the haters up? I don't see anything whether or not I've been blocked or replied or nothing. There's no notifications on my Twitter at all. So I imagine I suffered the same fate that Ryan did. Yeah, essentially anybody who says anything will get blocked. But go Unless on there. you're kissing their butt and agreeing with them. No. So yep. that's the other thing I've been very, very active on. Well, I good for know. you. Like Adriel said, somebody <laughs> has to do it. So. Yeah. It's accessible. New gun stuff, Adriel? <laughs> All right. Yeah. Uh, TNA has their reverse cans back in stock. So if you're looking for a, uh, a can, it, it goes over top the barrel. Uh, it, it's not actually a suppressor, but it looks like one. Yeah, so it looks like you got a shorter barrel, even though you don't. You're just covering the barrel with a shroud. Mm-hmm. And it looks yeah, like they a do look cool. They look cool. So if you've got a, a WK180 or you've got a Modern Sporter or an SLR and you want that long barrel to look shorter, this is the way to do it. Mm-hmm. And you'll get an awful lot of questions. Hey, is that a suppressor? It's Canada. No. Yeah, like, gu- Guaranteed to arouse suspicion by the police. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. Really You're cool. going to have to ask some questions. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think it's worth it. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. The uh, MKA 1919 Match Gen 2 is back in stock. So uh, Tactical Imports is bringing these in. These are similar to the Typhoon and that kind of thing. But uh, they've got like a skeletonized Magwell and that kind of thing. They're actually here earlier than the uh, Typhoons and that kind of thing were. I had yeah, uh, I-, I had reviewed one of these things way back in, I don't know, a couple of years ago. And I've been having people constantly asking, hey, can I get this? Where can I get this? Where can I get this? So I'm glad it's they finally... It's pretty cool, doesn't it? It looks pretty cool. Yeah. Yep. It does. Yeah. I think we talked about last week, uh, but Canada Ammo is... Uh, they've got mag-fed 9-inch and 13-inch shotguns at $299. Uh, these are also the uh, Turkish ones. Uh, they've got... Ni- oh, their prices are all back up. Sorry. Oh, uh, Really? Two ninety nine, man. We were just talking about these. Yeah, got to get on top of these sales when they're out there. Yeah, for sure. Oh, those are the ones too. Mm-hmm. That oh, nine well. inch mag fed, ridiculous. But I've asked, and no one's answered me yet. Will what? these work with the Newscon AS forty six mag, or do these have their own ten round mag? Because hmm. I see five round extra five round mags, but. Uh, you know, you, you're giving up the barrel length, but you don't have to give up the capacity. You know, you give up the barrel length, you give up the magazine tube length, but you don't have to give up the capacity if it's mag fed. So, I mean, running a 10 round mag off of a nine inch shotgun, you end is up wonderful. <laughs> it's wonderful. It's wonderful. This long and it's got a magazine this tall, <laughs> right? Beautiful. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. the most asymmetric thing ever, and I love it. Oh, indeed. Uh, what else we got here? Uh, the MDR determined to be prohib, so we are not getting those things. What are they? 
It's a bullpup semi-auto 308. Forgotten Weapons, no, in range had done a review video on them and, and found all sorts of issues. And then they fixed them all, and now uh, in range got a version that was fixed, and it was running just fine. So, But we're not getting it. No, we're not getting it. We're, not we're getting it to Vor in 308. Mm-hmm. Um, it's Firearms Lab stuff. You wouldn't understand. They, they have right. to huff spray paint out of a paper bag to come to these conclusions. You would okay. not understand it. All right. Well, I won't be doing that then. Okay. Yeah. And I just kicked my glue sniffing habit. So move on. <laughs> Maybe you're qualified then. Perhaps. You got to upgrade to, to spray paint uh, huffing. Uh, got to be the gold stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Get that uh, that paint around your around your nose and your mouth. Uh, the uh, Norinco 1887 lever action shotguns are back in stock. These have been these were gone for the longest time. I I haven't seen you for a while, and they're back. So uh, Frontier Firearms has the uh, the pistol grip uh, Terminator version, as well as the one with the full shoulder stock that'll actually be able to aim and hit something. Both three ninety nine. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, let's see here. Oh, East uh, East Hills Outdoor. They have some Federal 55 grain for... It's it's actually in a 300 round pack. 300 rounds for $109.99, which if you work it out for 1000 is 366 So 366 bucks for 1000 rounds of 55 grain Federal. But you can okay. buy, them, buy them by the 300 pack. Hmm. It's a good price. I don't want a full 1000 Why wouldn't you want a full 1000 mm-hmm. You uh, you could get a full thousand. This is still by the thousand better than most of the other prices that I've seen. Mm. Man, just buy a thousand. Oh, can man. I can I pull this next one up on, yes. on screen to show? I, I think I should. Yeah. Right. All right. Uh, feast your eyes on this. Uh, what what did they say in marketing? Say hello to the Gersan uh, regard gold. <laughs> This is like El El Capo or El Chapo's pistol. Look at this thing. It looks plastic. Like the the, the grip look, looks, looks horrible. Yeah, horrible. This, it probably is plastic. It's a poorly done engraved gold pistol. Mm. It's gold. So it's if gold, you have uh, if if, if you're gold. if you're this isn't like for if if you're like a cocaine dealer. Maybe if you're like a meth dealer, like <laughs> a, a crocodile dealer. If you have like if you have a double wide trailer at the park, yeah. this is how you roll. Right. Yes. This is the heat yeah. that you pack. So it's a it's a Beretta ninety two clone made by Gersan, which is a Turkish company, and it's gold with faux wood grips that are engraved with like a flower with mother of pearl inlay and like gold leaf on the slide and the frame and it's got finger it's grooves. It's horrible. Let's just say it's horrible. It's <sighs> but you know what, Kelly? Do you know where there's a che- uh, do, uh, have you seen another gold engraved pistol for $877 MSRP? You have not. No, you have not. <laughs> Is it really for good reason. <laughs> Is it like fake yeah. gold? They're spelling Turkey oh. in a very unusual way. That's not how they spell it on my Turkish shotgun. I didn't know Turkey had an I, Y, and an E in it. What's Maybe up that's with that? how they say it there. I guess so. Yeah, here they're spelling it, you know, they like turkey like what you eat for Thanksgiving. Huh, That's whatever. Some extra accents in there just for fun. Some extra, yeah, there's little dots on the U and the yeah. I. Fantastic. All yeah. right, Anschutz. Anschutz. Did you guys know that they have a 223? I did not know this. Hmm. I didn't know this either. And it's 
not like in the grand scheme of like a, a expensive high quality 223 rifles it's not even that bad it looks like your nork stock because your nork <laughs> is a clone of a 223 of a uh, right uh yeah but this stock looks a lot nicer than yeah, yeah the, the 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 forehand looks similar yeah yeah it looks it's uh, they have uh so this is tezro um they have an anschutz 223 for 2300 bucks i was just gonna say it's 2300 bucks Wowzers. yeah but if, yeah. if you're gonna get into like a, a a seiko or something like that you're at two grand mm-hmm. you're at two grand right away and to get an why are that german maybe it's the really Germans. accurate hmm. maybe Probably not necessary for shooting coyotes too far away, but it's got well, a six lug bolt, two row six lug bolt. Would this be something you would use for like full power or full bore silhouette? Uh, I don't know. I'd use this for coyote hunting. If I if I had like a gob load of money, I would use this for coyote hunting. This is classy. It's got classy written all over it. All kinds of class. And probably accurate. Mm. Well, because Anschutz. Anschutz. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And finally, Cabela's has SKS. Speaking of classy. (laughs) Well, (laughs) I find this interesting because what happened to all the doom and gloom conspiracy theorists a couple of months back when Cabela's stopped selling SKSs for a while? Like people were calling Cabela's, talking to some asshat at a call center. And then that was just you. I spoke to corporate Cabela's and they said, no, no, like, oh my God. Well, no, no, because I spoke to my buddy who works for corporate at Cabela's. He was like, yeah, no, whoever that dude was talking to or whoever she was talking to had no authority to speak on behalf of the company. And they're not, they were mistaken, but you remember sells guns and they got them really, really cheap because Canadian Tire was returning all of them. Oh, maybe. Mm. Yeah. But when Cabela's pulled them for a little while and then Canadian Tire pulled them, the sky was falling. We're losing our semi-autos. They know something we don't blah, 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 blah. So here you go. Haters shut it. Cabela's Not only do we have SPSs, but, they're one ninety nine still. Exactly. Tune now, into these... the Senate hearings next week. Right. <laughs> are these are these Chinese or are these uh, Russian? Uh, I don't know, yeah, but I could find out in one second. Chinese. Chinese. That's why they're one ninety nine. No, the Chinese ones are better, man. Stop it! They are not. They are better. Parts don't it's go together right. Ninety nine dollars. Yeah, that's all you need to know. Yeah, one hundred ninety nine. I don't have a Chinese one in my collection. For one hundred ninety nine dollars, you can. You yep. do need to collect milserps, Trevor. That's well, uh... some milserps. I still love milserps. I'm just going to be more selective in the future. Mm. So, but yeah, Denny has some Chinese ones in stock. I just go get one there, and he's got a laminate, and I don't have one of those in my collection either. Anyway, enough crazy talk. Why don't we jump into our main topic? All right, it's time for our main topic. Joining us this week is Rick Katabek. Did I say that right, Rick? You did, you did, yeah. Damn, I didn't want to. <laughs> you had a 50-50 chance. That's right. So uh, Rick is coming on or is on the show this week to talk to us about CRPS and ORPS. Correct. Oh, the acronyms. All right, let's start with CRPS. What is it? So, I mean, uh, you guys had uh, Graham and uh, Ryan on last week, and CRPS is really the... Uh, a way for us to provide more opportunities for people to, to get out there and enjoy this long, long range shooting without breaking the bank. Fundamentally, that's, that's what it is. Really, it came about as, as part of what is the next step after getting riflemen? Where do I use these skills that I've learned? How do I, how do I put them to practice? Right. So it's kind of, kind of the next level. 
after so, maple seed. So you got uh, your maple, maple seed, seed patch. Yep. Now I'm all gooder and yep. I can shoot more better. Exactly. So what do I do? So I can't now, always, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So so we started CRPS last year because uh, there was so already what's it stand for Rick. Yeah, Canadian Rimfire Precision Precision Series. Okay. So we deliberately said we're going to go from 75 meters out up to 350, and for the 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 regional championships will go out to 400 meters. Uh, we did that because in the States, they've got the uh, NRL 22 series, and that's really a short course. So that's typically 25 yards to 100, 150 yards. So we deliberately stayed away from that game. Uh, but what we found is is Canadians want that type of, of um that type of competition. So we introduced the outlaw rimfire precision series, which is outside of the Canadian rimfire precision series. And it's a 25 yard to hundred yard. So most ranges can host their own match and, um, and have a good time. So that's kind of the, the difference between the two. So, so the, the, the course of fire is, is really, it's, it's all about positional shooting. Uh, you've got 120 seconds and you've got between one to five steel targets. You've got to engage in a set sequence from a, a different uh, set of positions potentially. Now, Adriel, is this the shooting sport that you were telling me that's really simple and easy to set up for and cheap? And the targets, the steel targets for ORPS are like 370 bucks for a set. For yeah, a whole set. So yeah. tell us about that, Rick. How, how do yeah. we get into it? How accessible is this? Yeah, so so uh, we are, well, tonight we're launching the outlawrimfire.com website, mm -hmm. which gives everyone all of the information they need to get signed up. So we worked uh, with a, with one of our, our great sponsors, Gongzhou Targets, that uh, he put together a, uh, basically the ORPS steel target set. That's those are like those ones target. that are not as good as X-Metal, those ones? Uh, well, they're different. We prefer okay. to say different. <laughs> sure. So they're designed for I'm the short course ORPS. I may be biased. Of fire. Yeah, yeah, you may be. Um, <laughs> so everything you need to, to host a match in terms of steel and hangers is provided in that kit. It includes a, a Know Your Limits rack, which has that quarter-inch tiny target. Right. That that is the that's the hardest target I've ever shot. I don't care about hitting Ipsic targets at 400. Yeah. But you put me at 25 yards in front of a quarter inch target, and I I get all butterfly. Oh, it's oh, crazy! Yeah. Yeah. For, for the people who haven't seen it, it's like a stick hanging, it's a and stick, the target yeah. is at the bottom of the stick, and it yeah. looks like the stick. That's yeah. it. <laughs> and, 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 and some versions would just paint a little white dot on the bottom of the stick. <laughs> And that's wow. the target. So, and then, and it's fun. So it's, it's all about you. So what's nice about ORPS is it's approachable for everybody. So okay. we've got a lot of interest across the country from different ranges that, that they, they can't host uh, a, a long course CRPS event, right. but they can certainly host a 25 to hundred yard outlaw event. So outlaw is between 25 and hundred and my club can purchase the, the kit Correct. Of the, target the appropriate set. target, the target set Correct. I need yep. to host and 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 shoot these matches. Exactly. Um, in one-stop shopping, I go to Correct. what's Gongjo, the company name? Gongjo.com. Gongjo and I order the ORPS kit. Correct. It's All exactly right, so the NRL 22 kit, right? So we want okay. to make parity so people can shoot both courses of fire if they want to. That right. way, you've got you've got some variety available to you. Okay, so and, I got my uh, kit. Yep. I went to kit. I went to Gongjo. I got my kit. That's right. Where do I where do I get a copy of the rules and figure out how to right. actually host an event? So you go to outlawrimfire.com. Yeah. There's uh so, so there you'll see all of the events that are that are set up. Right now there's no events because we don't have any set up. Yep. But there is a host a match link that you'll nice. fill out your information yep. and then we'll send you all the information you need and then once you've got your range ID you can log in and 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 register to host that 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 month's match. So every month there's a new close of five. It's it's basically a five stage course of five. 
using built around that that standard steel target set. Mm-hmm. and uh, we will take care of all of the administration. So we'll set up the practice score link. We'll set up the leaderboard. We'll no send way. you. We'll we have send to pay every- for you to do this? So what we do is we we add a $10 per shooter administration fee for for your event. Well, that doesn't sound very outlaw. Well, it, is, it does. It does for us. <laughs> so here's here's what you get though. So you'll you'll get you'll get chamber flags. You'll actually get medals for yeah. each of the two divisions: production and open. Yeah. And we take care of the national and provincial leaderboards. So the goal is to get everyone shooting that course of fire throughout the month, and all of the results are going to get posted on the leaderboard. So you can see how you did against Adriel's club, against right. clubs on on Vancouver Island. No, it's all about me. Stop. I don't care. Well, exactly. What, how about like how much money do I charge so that my club makes money off of this as it's, well? It's up to you. So by default, we suggest twenty dollars on top. So it's all right. So I charge twenty bucks. I get ten. You get ten. But you provide a lot of service for that ten. Correct. You exactly. set up the practice score. And- you send me the awards. We send you the the medals, right? We yeah. send you the chamber flags. How much lead time do we need for this? It well, we're going to try and well, so the, we're trying to figure out how how quickly we can turn this around. So right. the medals are going to be standardized; they're not going to be personally engraved. They'll be first, yeah, second, yeah. third, yeah. right? So it, it it could be whatever the mail delivery time is. Like okay. If you want to wait for the medals, you can sign up now and you can download the course of fire and host it tomorrow, provided you can get people to sign up on practice score. Are you guys going to have like a calendar of a calendar? Yeah, you did say you're going to have a calendar. It's, it's going to be on so, outlawrenfire.com. Right. Okay. So how many shooters can I accommodate at it's, a match? It's up to you. It's as many as you can handle. That's the beauty okay. part. We don't get involved in running it. We just get involved in setting up the standard course of fire that everyone shoots. Okay, right. and with a, with a bay that's only up to a hundred, like you, you could fit. Uh, as long as you have lots of bays, it sounds like you could get a lot of courses in, right? Correct. Yeah, I've only yeah. got one bay that goes to a hundred. I mean, I have two, yeah. but I can't use them simultaneously. So I got to do this all off of one bay. Yeah. Now, um, how does the actual shooting of the competition happen? Is it one shooter at a time? Is yeah, it? So- a, it's entirely up to the host range. So what we provide, we provide the rule set, we provide the guidelines, we provide the 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 range officer commands, but you'll run it based on the, the, the constraints you've got at your range. So if you can go only single thread, that's fine. If you can run all five, if you want to set up multiple sets. What do I need to run thread, five guys at once? How does that work? So all you need is a, is a scoreboard, right? And five ROs to monitor right. and make sure that everyone's shooting it consistently. And as long so as- So would I have five sets of targets down there? Well, no. So the 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 five stages, they yep. all use the full set. Okay. Right? So we build it around that. Yep. So we never exceed that. So if you buy the set, you can shoot all five stages at the same time. Same time. So you yeah. could be shooting so, stage three, and I'm shooting stage one. Exactly. Yeah. So and that's how we typically run. Yeah. Okay. That's how we run all of our our events. Typically, it's it's five stages that run simultaneously. We squad up. If you've got five people, it's maybe you'll just do one squad and and go through. If you have fifty people, you've got. 10 people per squad and you're running one one shooter per squad simultaneously right okay what kind of equipment do i need to do this because if i present this to my club uh i need to be able to tell them you know this is what kind of rifle and scope you should have so what's the recommendation here's a cool part it's it's so easy there's actually a a video we put together it's it's whatever basic rifle you're using now because the 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 holdover at 100 yards is only eight inches so if it's okay. a six inch target, you're targeting half over and you're just holding for wind at that point. So any fixed four power could work. A Ruger 1022, a Marlin 795, whatever, whatever old rifle you can find, even those Mauser trainers will work, right? Provided you can hold over eight inches. Yeah, but it should be magazine need, uh, fed with at least five rounds. 
Well, it's 120 seconds, so we're we're more generous than the the action rimfire rifle guys that that, okay. that 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 add that stress of time. Our goal is to get people through and exciting, and and really, it's about the points, not the pressure of time. So we it's, put it's a, a different a different game. Yeah. We run a stopwatch with 120 seconds, yep. and in 120 seconds, your points are whatever you hit. Correct. Yep, it's binary, and right? It's hit and it, miss. Is it fixed round, or can I it's choose many rounds? Round. So, so we tell you, we tell you that this this stage has 10 rounds. This stage has 12. This stage has six. Right. Okay. And, then, and yeah, is there a mag cap limit? Like, nope. can I nope. no? So if I want to get there with my ten rounds, there's a round cap. Right. There's a round there's cap. Round right. Cap, right. Yeah. So, so you, can, you can you can load a, a thirty round, round mag, but you got to stop shooting yeah. at ten. Yeah. Gotcha. Or you exactly. can re- load one mag. Or sorry, one mag. Sorry, one round per magazine. Right. Yeah. So you can do like ten magazines. Yeah, we had a we had a one round per magazine. Shoot a bullet, reload. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, That's up there with it. some of the yeah. coolest things you've ever said on the show. <laughs> 10 one-round magazines. Oh, give her. There you go. There you go. So, yeah, and the, the goal is, is you know, we don't want to dictate how you want to run the match. We just dictate the match you're going to run. Yeah, yeah. Right? The goal is to standardize the, the barricade. So we have provide a standard barricade set. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be three milk crates. It's going to be four tires of a certain diameter and height. It's going to be a six-foot A-frame ladder. It's going to be uh, a standard sawhorse bracket, right? Yep, it's going to be cinder cool. blocks. It's, yeah. And that, and we just create different stages using that standard Lego set of barricades and targets. Well, the okay. interesting thing there is that you do standardize that across all the different clubs across, uh, across exactly. the country. Right. So exactly. we get to, and, and you score it nationally yeah. as well. Right. Exactly. So if and, I'm the, uh, if I'm the big dog at my, at my range, but I'm yeah. really like a big fish in a small pond. I'll know. Exactly. Yeah. You'll That's know exactly. No, I mean, there's, there's, there's environmental conditions. It could be rainy. It could be cold, but again, it's, it's nice to know kind of where you stand and, and maybe we'll track environmental, but at the, at the end of the day, it's all about having fun and, and everybody has to see yeah. where they stand. Winning. It's about yeah. winning. Oh, there you go. And then the, the, the top, the top three, I think the, the, the people that place at the top also get a, a, um, a free registration into the regional championships of CRPS, the long course event. Wow. which is nice. And we've got that happening in Kamloops, BC for the West and at Petawawa for the East. Okay. So, yeah. Neat. Adriel, yeah. I think you had some questions prepared for Rick. You want to go ahead with those? Oh yeah. So uh, as far as uh, ORPS, like, yeah, the MOA required sounds like eight. So you don't need like a dialable turret no, uh, scope just, or anything just, like just that. Hold. Just hold and send it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, what kind of uh, rules do you guys have around tripods, bipods, that kind of thing? Is exactly. there an advantage so, to those? So at Outlaw, in the Outlaw series, you got one bipod and one bag, no tripods. If you want to game it, go to CRPS, right? That's It's all about just you and the rifle. And, and there's always a, a positional component, usually one or maybe two. So there's a standing unsupported with a sling only. And just to show, hey, it's important to know the fundamentals, right? It's not about you know how good you are off the bench. It's how good you are as a shooter on your own. Kind of and giving we'll do, a leg up to the maple seed people, right? Absolutely. It's, it's intentional. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to do well, you know, book, book the next maple seed in your area. Cause I mean, it's important that the fundamentals, right? Because mm-hmm. the, once you know the fundamentals of, of unsupported, you can apply that on a supported position and do even better. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Are there divisions in ORPS then? There are. So it's the same divisions as production and, and open. Uh, we want to keep it simple and, and standardize across so that you can take what you're running and, and outlaw and run in CRPS and know that, that you're, you're compliant. Um, yeah, that's it. Very good. So um, semi or bolt? 
that doesn't matter. Whatever you're comfortable with, that you are reliable. The last thing, you know, 80% of people will fiddle with their rifle the day before because they, they, they're trying to tune it, right? And that's and that always bites them. And in the end, we see it. We see it, you know. Your, your, your eye relief is not right or you're going to the latest hot ammo that you've never really run a couple of mags through and they're not going to extract properly. You know, for... I've I've won these all these uh, these short course events with a semi and I've won it with a bolt. It 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 really depends on on who's there that day and and kind of how comfortable you are. So is there an advantage? Only only if you feel there is, right? But otherwise, you know, a good shooter is a good shooter no matter what what tool they're using. Mm-hmm. You know. So, so these these are outlaw. These are are made to be run like across the country. Is there a way for? Uh... A range that has more distance to run more of the CRPS matches themselves. They, they, they can. So that's that's something that we'll be working through this year because our goal is to have a truly national. So we want to be in the Maritimes, we want to be in, in Manitoba and Saskatchewan. But right now, it's just a function of time that we 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 know we want to offer it as much as possible. So we'll have some some exhibition events testing out new ranges because it is it is it's got to be standardized so that it's part of that that points race. Right, we want to we want to make it fair. So maybe there's a a Maritimes, there's an East, there's a Central, and there's a Western division, and then eventually we'll have the true national where you've got the 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 top the top guys going to the national event. But you know we'll see where it goes. Right now the the focus is just getting more people out enjoying you know rimfire or just shooting, period. Just like when we were kids with BB BB guns out in the woods, right? Just just take off, have a, a box of BBs, and just and just go to town. Yeah, that was the allure for me because I spent a lot of my teenage years uh, shooting gophers with 22s or yeah. shooting a pop can or something like yeah, that with 22s that's and, uh, you know, betting your buddies like, hey, you think you can hit that thing that far and yeah. they, they yeah, take yeah, a yeah. shot and then you take a shot. Yeah. And this is uh, this exactly is at that level. Uh, yeah. and, and, what's, and what's nice is, is, you know, so so ballistically shooting a CRPS match is, is similar to 308 at, you know, the, the typical PRS matches. You're shooting to 1,000, 1,200 meters, right? So that's that's the challenge. Um, but but the wind affects you more because it's a lighter bullet, right? So yeah. a smaller smaller gust is going to take you a little bit further. So, so if you had, let's say you had a, a new competitor and they were going to shoot CRPS mm-hmm. or, 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 or maybe both. Yep. Um, and they had six hundred bucks in their pocket. What would you recommend that they do? What would what would you recommend they buy? I'm, so, do they have a preference whether it's semi or bolt, right? So, my my two stand my two go tos are the Ruger 1022, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and the Savage Mark II. Doesn't matter sporter or varmint, they they all shoot well. It's only ten rounds, right? So you're not gonna you're not gonna you're not not gonna heat soak that rifle. And those are those are the two, you know. And what would you recommend for an optic? Uh, you know, so depends if you're just shooting ORPS. It doesn't matter. It honestly doesn't matter because you don't have to touch the dial. You don't have to. You don't have to have any graduated reticles. It's all holdovers, right? As long as you can see clearly through. You know, more magnification is always better, just because you can be more precise. But at the same time, you end up losing the target because you're zoomed in too much, and that's that's usually one of the mistakes. For CRPS, then then that's a different game because because they're you know at 200, I think you're holding over 80 inches right at 200 meters. So that's challenging. Uh, and at that point, then you've got to have a, a graduated reticle or you're dialing. Yeah. So, you know, how much, how much, how, how low can you go? You know, the, the, there's the Bushnells at 200 bucks. There's uh, some, some Nikons in that price range, but the interesting stuff st- starts to happen around the 400. Again, I'm not, I, I don't know all of them, but certainly the, the Vortex Diamondback Tactical, you've got the Athlon Argos uh, and you've got the, um, 
what was the other one? The Cabela's Covenant, four to sixteen, six to twenty-four. Those are the the most popular ones that we see on the, on the tour. Can I say that on the tour? Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so it's, it's, it's they're out there. The series, you know. So yeah. Uh, and we've been we've been blessed by some great sponsors that that provide us uh, some free equipment that we can use to to help people see the difference. And there are differences differences how Ooh. they click, differences how how they you know first first focal plane. That's the cool part. You're getting first focal plane scopes now in the, the, the sub five hundred price point, which is amazing. Yeah. Who are the sponsors, Rick? Uh, there's there's a ton. So the 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 big sponsor we've got is Gangzhou Targets. I mean, for us, the biggest expense is steel. Like yeah. the setup, you know, twenty to twenty-five steel targets is expensive, uh, and Gongzhou is is not only a great supporter; he's also excited about the sport. So coming up with with different targets, different challenging targets, and and you know he's always he's always there. And, and like like everyone, this this isn't our full time job, right? So he he takes the time to to get as excited as we are. Um, yeah, uh, Vortex is a huge sponsor this year. Actually, our national title sponsor uh, last year was Ely. Uh, so without them, this would not have been a national uh, national series. They they made that happen for us, and and we're we're happy that they've they've seen the value. Uh, we actually in in match play last year, we shot over thirty thousand rounds of of rimfire. Mm. And if you think about all the rounds that went down in practice as well, I mean, I think I think I'd like to think we made a dent in in rimfire ammo sales last year. And this year, we're looking at sixty thousand in in match play. So not not counting. I mean, I, I talk to people that are buying thousands and thousands of rounds for practice, yeah. right? So um, <laughs> MDT, huge sponsor, uh, Melcon Training. I'm going to miss a whole bunch. Matador Arms. I mean, uh, if you go to the website, all of the all of the logos are there. Mystic Precision, Jerry Tails. Oh, really? Great at providing uh, at help for people. He's the EGW Athlon guy. If you need something to, to to make your optics run right, he's he's the guy. Uh, go so he's down. the guy. If you needed like a twenty MOA rail, ETW he's, rail, he'd yep. be the guy to have it. Yep, yep exactly. Mm. He, 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 he's always got orders going in, so he's he's the he's the MOA guy. He's the MOA adjustment, and mm. you've got a choice of rings or rails, right? Uh, I've I've got the uh, I've got those uh, those Burris Z rings Burris. on my rifle, yep. and, and that's got me some. But yep. I think I've got I've got another thirty on the bottom of, of adjustment on my scope, right. so I might I might throw a rail in there as well, just to yeah. give me that little I mean, extra. I think, I think the winning combination is a four to sixteen because you've got the most um, turret travel, like yep. eighty MOA, hundred MOA. The six to twenty fours cut that by half or or a third at least. Yeah, so some of the scopes I've been I've been researching a lot of them. Uh, a lot of the Bushnells have like fifty inches. The Citrons yeah. have eighty. Yeah. A lot of the, the Vortexes have like ninety. Is, yeah. It seems to be the standard with them. But you don't you don't have to spend a ton of money. But if you've got it, why not? Right. So can't take yeah. it with you. That's it. So that's that's the uh, that's the exciting part. And we've we've introduced the ELR record challenge stage this year so we have a stage 11 typically the crps is a 10 stage match we've added an 11th stage which is the the elr record attempt where we start at 375 meters on 12 inch square targets and we go to 425 meters right and you've got to go three for three to continue so i think the the records around 450 yards or something like that so that's that's an exciting thing, and that's I think you need like eighty mo way of travel. I don't know how guys are going to do it, but you know it's yeah. it's, wing, it's winging a prayer, right? Yeah, so I ran the numbers for um, uh, standard velocity stuff, and it looks like eighty eight mo way for four hundred and fifty yards. Well, the, the, a lot the, of dialing. Well, you got to use the force. 
<laughs> so yeah, that's the other question I wanted to ask: uh, high velocity versus standard velocity. I was talking to some guys, and they're saying, yeah. "Oh, you got to use standard velocity." And then some no, other guys said, "No, high velocity works fine." No, it's it's run what runs best in your gun, right? That's there is no the thing about rimfire is you can't build a load; you've got to find the load. Right? Yeah. So you got to try a whole bunch. Yeah, you know. So the, the the goal is I always start with the cheapest ammo and and go up from there. So I'll start with Blazer. Right, it's Blazer. Surprisingly, runs really well on a lot of rifles. So for ORPS, that's what I'll run. Because um, Blazer, CRP. Blazer is pretty much CCI standard. Correct. Yeah, it's CCI. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then, and then you go up from there all the way to you know the Ely Force, which is a forty-two grain juggernaut running high velocity. Right. So if that runs well, then that's what I'm going to use for long range attempts. Look at every every, and then uh, I think Ely Action or Ely Contact is the standard velocity version of that forty-two grain. I call it a juggernaut. They don't call it a juggernaut. This is the 42 grain projectile. <laughs> I like to over sensationalize things. But again, so um, it's called rimfire, but in reality, it's not rimfire. Any rimfire goes. It's 22 long. 22 rifle. LR. 22 LR. Because again, we want to eliminate the gaming. Well, we want to reduce the gaming so you don't bring a 17 HMR or a 22 WMR. I mean, you can bring them, but you're just shooting for, for honors or, or just for fun at that point. We don't stop you, but you're not going to count for, for the podium, yeah. right? Yeah, but the overall score matters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you know, and, and the, the nice part is is that the you know I've I've shot PRS matches and the 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 mood at the rimfire matches is is there's a lot less stress. It's people just having fun. I mean, it's you know I don't have to worry about finding my brass. I don't I don't have to. It's just it's just it's ten bucks a box, right, or twenty bucks a box, and and people are just just having a good time. That's that's what's cool about it. Nice. And I mean, I mean, I have a I have a fun time at PRS matches too, but it's a little bit more stressful because you know I got to find my brass. It's it's a it's a buck it's a buck a case, right? It's a buck a case. So, yeah. Now I got to find some high velocity twenty two ammo. I just ordered a whole ton of standard velocity. It's I mean, useless to me just, now. Useless. Yeah. You know what? I'll take you. Want to donate it to the series so we can we can help the poor and and uh, and needy shooters. The poor needy, Actually, needy this, shooters with my uh, my yeah. SK standard plus. <laughs> yeah, that's all. Oh, yeah, that's, that's my poison of choice. Well, actually, no, my my choice is Ely Force, the best ammo there is. There Actually, yeah. it's the it's the three three eight Lapua of rimfires is my is my save. <laughs> but again, in in all seriousness, I think the, the the thing is to find the ammo that runs best. No yeah. one can tell you what is going to do best in your rifle until you prove it, and it's also proving it at fifty and proving it at one hundred fifty if you can. Yeah, that's they, the thing. They, they will be different. Yeah, I've shot my be, stuff for groups at uh, at fifty, but I'm just worried that uh, yeah, I'll have to, I'll have to do yeah. some stuff at one fifty. Yeah. I mean, for for me, I, I live in the in the city, right? So my max range is fifty yards, right? That's all of my proving is done there, and then I I I will correct as I get out to the range. I'll use the kestrel and figure out what the environmental conditions are and, and adjust as necessary. Yeah. It's yeah, just fun. So- you can get wrapped around the axle if you want, or you can just show up and have a good time. And we we see both ends of it. And it's 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 cool. It's nice to see guys just getting together and just having a good time. Well, it's so exciting to see yet another organized shooting sport that is super accessible. Uses arguably yeah. one of the most inexpensive firearm platforms we have, shooting the least expensive ammo that yeah. we have. Yeah. Um, shooting the have... least expensive targets. Like Rick, you were saying yeah. that steel was the most expensive. You are not spending a lot on steel. Like our, no, no. our three gun club has yeah. like 20 grand plus Holy in steel God. easily. Yeah. yeah. So like 
$370 to get an ORPS match going is like nothing. Yeah. You make we, that back in like a match or two. Right? Yeah, really. Exactly. We we dropped $8,000 in one shot to get a full set of steel challenge targets. Well, you know, if you would shop for one gun, match a year, if you shop with Gong Joe targets, he could probably get you a better deal than the people you're currently dealing with. <laughs> so it was nice having you on again. Rich. Thank you for uh, filling us in on that uh, certainly doomed to fail idea you had. Uh, hey, actually, the other thing is, is are those hydroponic of, lamps in the background? No, they're not. They're soft. They boxes. really look like they're, collagen. They're, they're, they're video soft boxes. Hydroponics like yeah. huh. I grow orchids. Okay. That's my story. <laughs> All right. Actually, Good so you yep, talked about accessibility. So one of the things at, at CRPS is that uh, youth shooters shoot free when accompanied by a registered shooter. So if you're under 18 and you have a buddy, tell them to sponsor you and you'll, you'll get a free ticket. Right. That's that's the goal. We need more. We need more youth uh, shooting. So yeah, get them out there. So so Adriel, that's that's your job is to to split it. So it's going to be 50 50 adults and, and youth. Right. If you do your job right. Yep. Gotta it's going to be chock full of adults. You know that they're they're going to they're like yes, the kids twenty twos are for kids, but that match is going to be yeah. stock full of adults. Yeah. What what I'd love to do is have two matches. One is the CRPS, and the other one is the CRPS youth event, where it's right. just, mm. just kids, kids shooting. Or maybe you could have an RPS the day after. We have that uh, that May fourth event at uh, Chaz. Mm-hmm. Are there any videos online right now where our viewers and listeners can go? Not to- yet. No. Okay. Not yet. So after this weekend, there will be. So this year, we're we're doubling down on on getting more content um, for to, just to help people understand and demystify kind of what it's all about. Exactly. So I can tell someone what Iptic is, but sending them to YouTube is a lot it, easier. Exactly. So it's 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 we we know it's a shortcoming. It just I mean we run a very lean operation here. Right, mm-hmm. our our teams of people are very busy doing a lot of different things. Corporate <laughs> <laughs> sales haven't been good yeah. enough, eh? Yeah. And and the you know we have we have we have Will Will Gould and myself are are basically trying to keep this all from flying apart. Yeah, right? I'm, so I'm taking a look on on. So I think 370 was shipped with taxes because Gong Joe has it for uh, 320 is the cost on this kit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we 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 said, hey, you you can charge a little more. If you want, you know, because I think it's it's already a great deal, and and we've gone through a couple of iterations of, of the hangers just to make sure that it rings right, and uh, and right now they're double hangers, so I, you know I'd love to move to single hangers so they don't get any sympathetic movement on the targets, mm-hmm. uh, just because if you hit one, the other one moves. So mm-hmm. we'll, yeah. we'll work on them, yeah. but yeah, it's 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 good. I mean, it's it's fun. I've I've shot, uh, I think four events, three or four events that uh, Chris Ward's been running in Stittsville around here. It's it's a blast. It's a blast. You know, it's five stages. Chris usually throws in a couple of bonus stages for for fun, um, and just it's, it's a great day. Yeah, yeah, easy, easy, stress free. You know, and awesome. that's the nice part about the Outlaw series is we take all the worry about running the course of fire and all the admin stuff. All you just well, all you got to do is make sure that people are being safe. That you've got people to set up steel and take down. And then submit the scores to us, and we'll post it to the, the leaderboard. Well, doing a having done a leaderboard a couple of years myself, like <laughs> that, you, you couldn't pay me to do that work. It's yeah. it's such a pain in the butt. People, yeah. yeah, there's all sorts of ways that that gets messed up. And yep, and and it's yeah. not going to be perfect. I mean, I mean, are we experts at this? No, we, 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 no. But if we're, we're using practice score when the match is done, we just hit upload. Exactly. Done. Yeah, close like, the website. I, I, yeah, ideally, all of the uh, all the. Um, match directors locally are using practice score tablets mm-hmm. uh, we'd love to send a tablet down but that just becomes you know no, no. overhead for yeah, us you're and, gonna lose and yeah yeah 
and I've got to have you know support and services, right? So, oh, did you try rebooting it? Did you try turning it on and off? Yeah, yeah. Just <laughs> recommend that they get the uh, the Amazon Fires and just say buy your own. Yeah, bucks fifty for, bucks. For Kindle Seven. It's it's the best investment you'll have. And uh, we run all Kindles. We we run a, a Wi-Fi network, and you know, Match Director's got the scores the minute the stage is done. Yeah, the Fire the Fire Seven is fifty bucks with free shipping from Amazon. Right? Yeah, do it now. Like, yeah, that's the first thing I say is just get one or get five because if, if you're going to run yeah. more than one it's so easy it's you don't have it's, to tabulate scores right no papers. one for each stage and then also yep. one for the match director. one master yeah yep. one master tablet. exactly so Rick, yeah. do you want to tell everybody where you have currently booked for crps and okay also- so yeah perfect so our first our season opener is at uh, cfb valcarche this weekend it's going to be two degrees with 20 centimeters of snow coming so that'll be fun <laughs> um in march march Just, we have, your, your uh, targets aren't white though, right like that's that's not going to be that would, that would that would be cruel that would be, that would be cruel <laughs> no no we 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 i looked at the weather and I, I i brought them in a little bit and i i added one inch to the the diameter so we'll we'll see maybe it'll be a, a, too easy but we'll see how it goes um then march we've got east elgin in elmer ontario uh, so that's southwestern ontario in april we're at uh, cfb petawawa in ontario and in March, we're at Chaz uh, near Edmonton. And no, 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 no. Back up. May, March? May, May 4th. Yeah, yeah, it's May, May 4th. May 4th. March. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, so March is East Elgin. April is Petawawa. May is Chaz. Chaz. June is in Campbell River on Vancouver mm-hmm. Island. July is going to be at Medicine Hat. Mm-hmm. Uh, on the 20th. On the 20th. August is going to be at Merritt, B.C., uh, and then we have another one somewhere in there in either Ontario or Quebec, probably Ontario where we're lining that up now. September is the um, Eastern Championships at CFB Petawawa. And we have in October the Western Championships in Kamloops, BC. And then sprinkled throughout there, we're going to have some exhibition matches throughout the country. So I know we're, we're, we're hoping to get out to uh, Manitoba and New Brunswick. But it'd be nice. It'd be nice to be able to have like one day yeah. you'd have the outlaw yep. and anybody who exactly. really enjoyed that and then flip it over to a exactly. CRPS and take it out to a little yeah. bit longer. Actually, yeah. we're going to do the maple seeds. So we're doing back to back. I know. And <laughs> so we, we maple seed you one day and then we, we show you what you need to learn the next day. So it's going to be awesome. So it's, it's been, it's been a good partnership. Yeah. Yeah. I love those maple seed guys. They're awesome. I know. I love those CRPS guys. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Come on, guys. Group hug, group hug. Wow. Um, so yeah. is there anything else you wanted to talk about that we may have forgot to bring up before we let you go? Well, I think that the main thing is that it's 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 not meant to be stressful. It's meant that you can take whatever you've got in the safe or in the closet or, or safely locked away in your in your case and bring it out to match and just have a good time. Find out what you don't know. Don't worry about like you know, Will yeah, Will Will is a great content guy. He puts all of the content and the articles together. Um, and it's, you know, we had 1300 members, but we only get X percent showing up and he asked why, what stops you from, from coming out? And a lot of people saying, well, they're not ready. It's like, well, what are you waiting for? The, the, the only thing you need is desire and interest, right? Everything else you got to learn as you go, right? No one's ever going to be ready until you take that first, first step. So I think that's, that's the main thing is I want to dispel the, 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 the mis- misunderstanding that it's, it's a, a, it's a game for pros. It's for guys who love to hit targets, right? If you like the the sound of steel, ORPS and CRPS is is the place for you. It's it's cheap. It's pennies around, right? Six cents around, right? Not my yep. stuff, but yeah. 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 Well, not your stuff. I mean, yeah, yeah. 
Awesome. You can certainly start there. That's it, and 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 go from there. Yeah. yeah. That's it. So, hey, thanks for uh, for having having us having me on the uh, on the podcast. It's always good to connect with you guys again. Hope to see you guys all at uh, CRPS match or an ORPS match this year. You will. Oh, it's definitely something I want to try. So thank you so much for coming on. Oh, you're welcome. And telling us all about it. And keep us updated when there's match videos posted, when there's matches sure. on the calendar posted, let us yep. know. Yep. So uh, the the three areas you got to go, it's it's rimfireprecision.ca is our CRPS site. Uh, we're launching outlawrimfire.com tonight. So it, it is ready to go. We've got, I think, the March Course of Fire up there. So if you are interested in, in hosting an event, there is a sign-up page. Uh, we'll get you registered. Uh, you'll be able to download. We'll, we'll, you send us your info. We'll, we'll get all the practice score stuff set up. Uh, you can order packages, you can order stickers, you can order chamber flags, you can order banners, whatever you want, just to get your match more up to speed. Uh, Gongjo Targets is out there ready to ship uh, target sets. Uh, as I said, Course of Fire is ready. And um, the last thing is on YouTube, we have Canadian Rimfire Precision as a channel that we started up. So we'll be feeding all of our content through that and Instagram rimfireprecision.ca so that's four sweet all right great well thank you very much again rick thank you guys and uh, look forward to getting some updates in the near future for sure thanks for having us you're welcome once again i'd like to thank rick for coming on to uh basically introduce us to a new drug because that's what we needed a new way to spend money on firearms and competition so thank well, we were you. talking about crack earlier as, as like a real cheap drug and i think this is a real cheap drug too it is a real cheap drug. You're right. Like so. 320 bucks. If I really wanted to, I could buy this whole target pack and set up my, at my, uh, uh, parents, uh, acreage, yep. uh, a full, like a full match. Right. And I could just go with a couple of buddies and we could just shoot it over no and over need. and over again. So no need for gun range, no need for silly CFOs offices and certifications. And you're on your parents' acreage. Mind your business, yeah. y'all. These are well, non-restricted 22s. Yeah, no one's going to be bothered by someone shooting 22s in the back. And if 40. a gopher does show up, unlike the range, you're allowed to kill it. And you'll be sighted in for it. Right. Mm -hmm. so the best piece about that is you can do the outlaw which is 25 right 25 yards out to 100 correct and it's five mm -hmm. stages so you could put that in your parents backyard oh i got out to and then centered if i want to but well i was just gonna say well and then and it can be your introduction so for example with carson it'd be awesome because it is 25 to 100 and if he's hitting steel then he'll be engaged in it because it's the basic barriers that they're doing for the outlaw as well so once you actually are done that then you can go into crps which is going to take you out to the 300 or there's that long shot as well which you can do too and then they put in extra barriers and extra it's more stages as well so it's like he can't make hits at 425 he's disowned <laughs> Can you make three consecutive <laughs> hits at 425 with a 22? Your your status as my son depends on it. Yeah. I think he can do it. He's like a little cheater. Like seriously, he is. Yeah, we'll see. That's what I, that's that's what I plan on doing for training for this uh, this May event. See if uh, see if he's up for it. Okay. Nice. We'll see. Maybe maybe not. All right, Kelly, do you want to grab the YouTube listener feedback and see if there's something there that we should answer? There's not really. All right. And People then let's just... go into our regular listener <laughs> feedback, which is brought to us by or sponsored by Armory DC Gunsmith. Armory DC Gunsmith is a full-service gunsmith who specializes in firearm refinishing. He offers hot bluing, 
parkerizing and Cerakote finishes, as well as wood refinishing. Check out his online inventory of new and used guns, firearms, accessories, optics, and more at www.dcgunsmith.ca. You can also follow him all over the social medias at facebook.com forward slash armory, spelled A-R-M-U-R-E-R-I-E, DC Gunsmith. So French spelling of armory, DC Gunsmith. Or at Instagram at instagram.com forward slash armory dc gunsmith um he he's hiring somebody he's getting a he's getting a full-time employee sweet yeah well i guess now when i do have time i don't have a job to go back to so. by the way i'm calling not it on this one <laughs> <laughs> all right adriel would you please take this first email from spencer the whale from Spencer, hey guys, I just wanted to share the latest addition to my concealed carry rotation. Oh, oh shut I, up! I'm done with this email already. <laughs> Moving on. <sighs> no more emails from you, Spencer. Yeah. As you can see, it's the Pig uh, Sig P365. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> and even as someone who's not a Sig fanboy, I'm impressed. As you can see in the picture, it literally fits in the palm of my hand, and that's with the 12-round extended magazine. I've heard all about the reliability issues with the early guns, but so far I've got about 400 rounds through it, and it's literally never hiccuped once. I do see a little bit of the infamous primer drag on the empties, but I was comparing that to the SIG spat out. Oh, what the SIG spat out uh, with a guy at the range shooting one of the new Glock 43Xs, and the SIG was actually much better. He had a groove all the way down the center of the primer to the very edge of it on most of his brass. Given that the FNS-9C is still waiting to go back for its recall work, the SIG has been filling in uh, for it as my carry gun. I need to find a good holster for it, but the generic SIG appendix uh, inside the waistband combo holster I bought off Amazon is working just fine for now. I'll definitely need something better in the long haul, though. The SIG is roughly 20% smaller than the FNS Compact and carries the same 12 plus 1 rounds. So it's hard to see the FNS Compact going any place but up for sale when it gets back from the shop. I did also pick up a very cool old gun this past week. It's a 1907 Winchester self-loading rifle. Mine's from the 1920s based on the serial number, and it does show. The front handguard is in three pieces. The stock has a huge crack down it. The butt pad has a chunk broken off, and the bluing is almost completely gone. Oh, yeah, and they also haven't made ammo for it since the 1950s, and the only company that still supports it with new ammo charges a buck eighty around. Good thing it was cheap and runs like a top. It may get me into reloading, finally. I'll send you a pic, but it's broken down into little pieces on my bench right now, getting ready for the first cleaning it's had since flappers and speakeasies were a thing. If you look it up, I think you'll agree it's probably one of the coolest old rifles out there, especially since it's one of the first semi-auto magazine-fed rifles ever. On a completely different topic, I learned something new about scopes a few weeks ago. Uh, not from you guys, but hey, I'm not expecting miracles. I've always seen the max adjustment specs on scopes and assumed it was a valid number across the board. In reality, though, those numbers are only value when you have the scope centered both horizontally and vertically. Since scope tubes are round, if you adjust the horizontal uh, to one side even a little, the erector inside that handles vertical movement does not have the full range of motion available anymore, and you lose part of that maximum adjustment number. 
The same is true the other way around. If you move the crosshairs up or down, you will lose the ability to adjust left or right to the advertised spec. This makes me wonder why scope tubes are, well, tubes. If the body of the scope were square, you could have the maximum adjustment in one axis, no matter where the other axis was, uh, no matter what the other axis was doing inside the scope body. The optics could still be round, but this would only impact the erectors holding them inside the scope. Uh, if any of you can come up with a good reason for our round, only partially adjustable scopes, free, feel free to share. There are some scopes that have a squared off erector tube area, though. The U.S. optics uh, come with on and some of the primary arms ones, right? You guys have seen the primary arms. I'm pretty sure they're four to 14 or something like that. Copies the U.S. optics. And those have a squared off erector tube assembly. Dude, I don't know. When he said he wasn't expecting miracles from us, I totally zoned out. <laughs> well done. That's Thank you. That's exactly what, we, what he expected, and you delivered. Yes. So he posted a picture of uh, his new little He did. There. It literally fits in the palm of his hand. It's yeah. tiny. Yeah. But, I mean, his hand's like Andre the Giant. His hand would cover your whole face, right? So, But if I'm going to... Here, let me... Let me share this out. You guys take take a look at this, and you yep. can see that the oh, adjustment yeah. area on right. this thing is squared off for a reason. Yep. Maybe that's the reason. I don't know. Maybe it's just convenient for me. The reason. I didn't say it was the reason. Mm. True fact. True fact. It's square in the adjustment area. Mm-hmm. This is correct. This is correct. That is all. Another true well, fact. We don't know why. Nope. Maybe nope. we should get a scope specialist on again. Again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hey, why don't you make them square? <laughs> uh, because reasons. Okay, yeah. thanks. Bye. Okay. That's, that's, that's the only question we had. Yeah. It's round as a shape. All right. Should we move on to the next one? Sure. From Jerry. Hi there. Was just watching you on CCFR downrange and was hoping to get some information. Uh, well, who? I think we've, well, two of the three, two of the four hosts have been on there, right, Kel? You bet. All right. Uh, I'm new to sport shooting and have three restricted firearms. I intended to eventually get my black badge and try IPSC to see if it's for me, but want to get more comfortable with my firearms and shooting in general prior to that. I'm concerned if I just keep shooting without getting proper courses or instruction on stance, grip, etc. under my belt, I'm going to have a I'm going to have to unlearn some developed bad habits. I have searched for lessons in my area, Winnipeg, and haven't found anything. Other than the Black Badge course itself, do you have any local suggestions for instruction? Many thanks, Jerry. Um, yeah, you uh, you have Matthew and I go out, and when we're there, we become local and uh, we teach you. <laughs> if you're looking so. before then, you can actually go to the Winnipeg uh, Revolver and Pistol Club. There is the president there. His name's Brendan. Uh, just tell him Kelly sent you, and uh, he would be happy probably to help you out. Or I'll message him and tell him that maybe you might con- be contacting as well, Jerry. Another thing you could do is contact yep. the, the nearest IPSC club to you. True. Find out who their black badge coordinator is and try and coordinate a little crash course with them before you go sign up for the black badge. I always make myself available to people who are signing up for the black badges at my club that I teach um, because I, I remind them that there's a prerequisite. The prerequisite to a black badge is you're supposed to be able to keep um, – eight out of 10 shots or nine out of 10 shots on an eight and a half by 11 piece of uh, printer paper. Basically you take a piece of loose leaf, that size of paper, put it on a target stand at 20 yards and you're expected to be able to keep 
nine or 10 with no time limit on that paper. And if you can't, then you're not supposed to be in the class. You're supposed to get some help and get in there. So your, your thoughts about developing bad habits by learning to shoot on your own or shooting on your own is absolutely accurate. And the longer you do it, the more difficult it will be to break those habits, unless you possess a learning, a willingness to learn and a positive attitude like you obviously have by sending this email. We get a lot of guys who show up to black badges who have bad habits and don't want to change them. I've always done it this way. Well, all right, then. Then go forth, my son, and always suck at Ipsic because that's what's going to happen. Uh, I'm not even, I, I often don't even bother trying to argue with them anymore because I know, like, I've, there's only so many personalities out there and there's only so many attitudes out there. And eventually you see all of them, like that line from uh, uh, Star Wars where she looks in his eyes and says, if you live long enough, you see all the eyes or something like that. And anyway, yeah. So if you're already asking and concerned about developing bad habits, then then you'll be fine. Yep. It's the ones who get there and say, well, I've always done it this way. Don't. So one my one piece of advice is don't go to a course where you're expecting to learn something without a teachable attitude. That's yeah. What, right? Well, no, but Kelly, the problem is a lot of people want to come to the course not to change, but to be told that they are doing it correctly. They just That's want right. someone else to um, justify for them that, you know, all the reasons why you're sucking are not you. You're exactly. fine. It was the weather that day or it was this or it was this guy or whatever, right? Believe it or not, some people sign up for classes just hoping to get um, validation. So yeah. they don't want to change this when we told that they're right. So anyway. And see um, how awesome they are. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, Jerry, I know some Ipsic shooters in the Winnipeg area, but I don't know necessarily yeah. anyone who's teaching. But reach out to an Ipsic club nearest you find out who's teaching black badge and ask if you can get a little bit of range time with them before the course. And I'm sure that they will be more than happy to oblige. So, and then book us for a class, find, find nine friends and we'll come out. Um, from Alex, uh, Adriel, will you take Alex, please? You bet. Hey everyone. Noticed your latest podcast on Spotify. And I'm wondering if there were any maple seed events planned for grand Prairie. And if so, which, blend of black rifle coffee I should bring. Also wondering if anyone has tried a Know Your Limits target before and would it be a great addition to a 22 competition? Cheers, Alex. Yes. Uh, okay. Yeah. So Grand Prairie is definitely on the map. Uh, we're looking at doing Yeah, it's on every map. A thing. <laughs> we're I looking at doing... Schedule. You done? <laughs> Are you... I'm done correcting you if you're done making mistakes. Yes. <sighs> All right. So Grand Prairie is something that we've put out for this summer. So we're hoping to get there. And, and if you can't get anything in Grand Prairie, just come down to Edmonton. Right. So yes, Grand Prairie is definitely on our schedule. Uh, I believe that we're still waiting to hear back from them though. So, and what type of, or what blend of black rifle coffee do we want? I don't know. Cause I'm not going. So uh, whatever you'd like to bring, that'd be lovely. Lots. Yeah. Lots of coffee. So. I wouldn't be going on that part of the Alberta trip. I'm going on the Chaz, and so I'm going over to see Adriel. And yeah, I mean, Grand, Grand Prairie is a five-hour drive to Edmonton. Most people in Grand Prairie know people in Edmonton, so it's like yep. a common, like, large city to move to or to go to to get shopping done and that kind of thing. So, yeah, just make a trip of it. Yeah, or come to the Chaz one and meet me. Mm -hmm. Yes. Cool. All right. If 
if you would uh, like to send the uh, show an email uh, to hopefully, you know, uh, spark a fight or a conflict between the hosts, we'd love for you to do that. And you can do that by sending it to slamfireradio at gmail.com. So apparently, yeah, we're on Spotify now. So if you'd like to go over there and give us thumbs up or stars or likes or whale um, vaginas, whatever they use over there, feel free to do that. And that'll help uh, help us get more noticed uh do we have any shout outs adriel you know what if you didn't put them in there i'm assuming you don't so i I have have shout out well then write them next time i have a shout out to wolverine wolverine not one stalls sorry about the little slip Mm, i have one it's for jeff reese happy birthday oh kelly got it not you you, trevor oh she scooped you oh (laughs) that's that was so well played. <laughs> and after calling you old all over the internet, I, know. I deserved I it. it. Yeah, well yeah. done. Well done. You win this round, Kels. You win this round. Oh, son of a... <sighs> Sorry, Jeff. <laughs> Speaking of Jeff and Calgary and the Calgary Shooting Center and the charity shoot. Oh, well, um, we weren't, but yes. When are we going to start announcing the date and location for the charity shoot? Uh, we did that last show. We did? Okay. Well, we should be yeah. plugging it every show, so we'll make sure we hammer that home we'll next week. plug it as soon as we've got somewhere to send money to. Mm-hmm. We did. Okay. We So, we did confirm, and we got the paperwork back that uh, Maple City will be on the Thursday. So, that's pretty much set up. We're just going to open it up once we're told that it's ready to be opened up. All right. So, Maple Seed Thursday in Drumheller. Yep. The Fralacci class that was scheduled for Friday, July 5th at the Calgary Shooting Center is uh, on hold for now. So um, I wouldn't even bother sending an email until you hear anything further. For sure, don't send any money. Uh, it's on hold indefinitely. So if that changes, we'll let you know. But for now... That's uh, not indefinitely. Yeah. Right. Because <laughs> on July 6th, it's definitely past the indefinite yeah. definition. Yeah. yeah. So... Um, all right, Patreonies, we have 84 of you wonderful people who love to support our show and benefit from swag and bonus content. We have a new one this week. Alexander is in for five bucks. So that must be some kind of caliber five thing. So thank you, Alexander. 50. And 50, 500. 500. 500. Mm, Alexander in for the 500 Smith and Wesson. You're a good man, Alex. Good man. Um, you can uh, become a Patreoni and become part of the exclusive Patreoni club and get the secret handshake and tattoo and password and the real number to 911 by going to www.patreon.com forward slash Slamfire Radio. So that's it for this week, folks. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. And until next week, please join one of our national firearms associations, such as the Canadian Coalition for Firearms Rights, of course. Head on over to the Canadian Gun Owners. Um, Canadian Gun Owners? No, I did that wrong. Canada. Gun Owners of Canada. Thank you. Canada at the end, not at the beginning. Head over to GOC. And check it out over there. Kelly does a fantastic job of maintaining our little forum we have over there. She posts the show, and every once in a while, someone chimes in and comments and poses a question. So show us some love on GOC, and just show GOC love in general because it is an awesome uh, Canadian gun website. Like us on Facebook. We're up to 2085, which 
probably makes us the most popular program podcast on Facebook. We already know we're the number one live podcast uh, in Canada. So pro-gun podcast in Canada. Undoubtedly. Yeah. Undoubtedly. Is there anything that, um, like any accolade that we haven't achieved? Like we got it all, right? It's hard to think of one. Right. Okay. Number one podcast. We are the number one podcast. <laughs> Who else can claim that one, right? Thank you to my dyslexic trophy lady. That's much appreciated. That's never going to get old. So, yeah. Until next week, everybody, uh, take care of each other. Be good. Be kind. We'll see you next week. So if you have any comments or questions for the show, please send an email to slamfireradio at gmail.com. Now go grab a gun and shoot something. When the talking is over, it's time to get a gun. Couldn't we slam? Hey, 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 hey. hey. I did them. I did them myself. Are you starting the broadcast? All right, go ahead. It started. We're we're (laughs) live. We're not having an introduction, really, because we're going straight into the interview. Oh, that's right. Thank you, Kelly. Are we doing straight the so interview? That's what originally yeah. what we did. Yeah, that's you the guys... plan. Yeah. That's what we do yeah. on this show. Yep. Yeah. All right. Good, because I flubbed that in, that that intro. Well, so I know. Bad. I'm so All glad right. I have a bottle. Of, I have a bottle of whiskey to keep me company. <laughs> oh yeah. That's, what could go wrong? You'll need it to get through this. Hi, John. All right. Sorry. Hi, Joel. Are you done? No. I'm not just talking to you. I'm talking to all you ass. Shut it.